Hello everyone and welcome to Team Sobots Talk Science. Hello, I'm Anna Henscher. I'm a PhD student in the Social Robots Project. Hello, I'm Rita Tensen. I'm a postdoc working on the Social Robots Project. And we're here with Emily Cross, who's the PI of this awesome project. So, okay, so uh, welcome to this like, very first like, introduction to uh, Team Sobots Talk Science, a podcast or like audio paper series. Um, so, Emily, as the PI, Yes, really. Um, yes. Could you like quickly or like briefly introduce like like what is like the Sobots project um, and what are robots? No, like really, what is like the the Sobots project? So the Social Robots Project. Our aim is to understand um, our long title, the mechanisms and consequences of human interaction with socially engaging robots. Um, and essentially what we're trying to do is really focus on the human side of human-robot interaction. We know that there's a lot of interest and research and development and big money being put into making robots more socially engaging and uh, socially uh, uh, available to people in a variety of contexts. Um, so not just in factory floors, not just in specialized work environments, but in homes, hospitals, schools, care homes, etc. And that's great, but we know so little about what's going on inside the human brain when we kind of engage with and interface with robots. That's one piece, but just as importantly, how that's changing across time. If we're gonna have long-term socially engaging um, or just engaging relationships with robots and social scenarios, it's gonna be really important to understand uh, the neurocognitive mechanisms over the long-term. And so as a cognitive neuroscientist, uh, working with robots, so like what kind of techniques do you use it really, it's really funny, right? Like me asking these questions because I know the answer already. But Exactly. Yeah, no, these, I feel like these are planted questions and I should be anticipating all of them. But, um, <laughs> well, we use a variety of techniques um, because we're not trying to get at just one aspect of human-robot interaction. We want to understand various features. So um, very importantly, we have a number of behavioral measures and techniques. We use questionnaires like any good human-robot interaction researcher or research team does. But the kind of more innovative and uh, interesting aspect of our work is the variety of neuroimaging and neurostimulation techniques we use. So of course we use functional magnetic resonance imaging, but the kind of new and exciting domain we're branching out into right now is functional near-infrared spectroscopy, which allows us to have not just mobile neuroimaging, but allows us to scan people's brains while they're interacting with robots in the same space uh, in situ, which is something we can't do with uh, more traditional neuroimaging techniques. Sounds awesome. Um, can I uh, ask then what, the, what we can expect from the Team Sobots Talk Science uh, podcast? So this is a question for Ruth. Um, so what can you expect? Well, you can expect uh, us talking about our science, but uh, specifically you can expect people reading their own papers, but also talking about their papers, right? So like all the new and exciting, like recently published uh, work for example, our TINS paper. So the TINS paper is the first audio paper. Um, so it's really like a behind the scene of us talking about like science, but about writing, but also really like a nice way to um, understand like 
new insights into human-robot interactions. That sounds great. I would, I would totally tune into the podcast. <laughs> um, so do we want to uh, finish this quick introduction to our, um, to our brand new podcast with uh, sharing what are our favorite robots and, and why? And I will ask Emily first. Oh, man, this is such a hard question. I've been thinking about this all day, knowing this question is coming. And it, it's like you spoke about picking your favorite child. I can't pick my favorite <laughs> robot. Um, part of me wants to say Gresh because it was one of the first robots I worked with. And it's obviously um, the cheapest and most non-sophisticated robot you could imagine. But it was, uh, allowed us to start the robotic dream. But so um, you just like briefly describe this robot. What's that? So can you briefly describe this robot? Like how, like how does it look? Gresh is a Lego Bionicle action figure that cost 11 euro from the Karstadt in Leipzig. <laughs> it, there is nothing mechanical. There is nothing sophisticated about it. And yet it is wonderful. And <laughs> by the cinematic magics, the cinematic wonders of stop motion cinematography, we can make Gresh uh, do so many robotically wonderful things. <laughs> But of course, I love Cosmo and I love Now and Miro, it's hugely soft spot. And I'm looking to the future and I'm excited about Moxie as well. So lots of exciting things. Oh, that's but Anna, so who's your favorite uh, <laughs> robot? Well, uh, very unsurprisingly, uh, it's Cosmo. Um, I think it's just the amount of hours. I mean, I haven't done any experiments uh, using Cosmo, but it's just the amount of hours that I spend with Cosmo physically living um, right next to my desk. And I just find this robot so engaging. And yeah, even though it is only palm sized and really small, it has some really impressive technology so it can memorize my face. And then sometimes it tries to say my name, which I find very heartbreaking and cute. Um, yeah, so I, I really like uh, also, yeah, the, the animated facial expressions are really great. So that's my favorite robot. Awesome. And Rude, uh, what about you? <laughs> um, so I, I am sticking to the like impact of long-term uh, interactions with robots. So for me, it's Roomba. Uh, so we have a Roomba at home, um, and yeah, I just like really enjoy its company. Like also, like it does like uh, very like so it's cleaning the house like every day, which is perfect. But um, so this is also a shout out to like our robotic petting zoo. Um, which was like an amazing project where we have like six uh, Roombas uh, competing for like the popularity uh, prize. Um, so I think like even like such a small um, mechanical looking robots can have these like really like um, people make attributions to these like mechanical robots even like if they're so simple. Awesome. So I think that this is a really good outlook of what is to come with the Team Sobots Talk Science podcast. So thank you uh, to my co-podcasters. <laughs> thank you to Anna. Thank you to Ruth. And hear you for the, for the first episode. Okay. Thank you for listening to this very first um, episode of Team Sobots Talk Science. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Twitter. Um, what is our Twitter handle, uh, Anna? Um, so, um, as an old millennial, I have to crack you and tell you that it's a hashtag, not a handle. Oh, no. <laughs> it's hashtag Team Sobots. 
uh, you can see all sorts of fun stuff like uh, ongoing projects or papers and all of the members of Team Sobat's tweeting. Yes, um, so we all have our own Twitter account, so we will post those in the show notes. And stay tuned for more episodes of Team Sobot's Talk Science.